Hello and welcome to this episode of You've Got Mail. I am your host Bella and this episode is late and I'm very, very sorry. I'm not sure when I'm going to be able to get it up for. I'm hoping tonight, then it's still technically on time. It's just a few hours late. It is quarter to five. My only excuse is that I was, I was, when I woke up this morning, I felt so emotional and I was saying goodbye to Louis and I was walking home and I was planning what I was going to write and I was like, this is quite emotional this is quite dramatic. So I needed a few hours, you know, just to regroup. I was also hungover. So I needed a few hours, regroup, make myself feel better. And we're at that stage now. We're okay. As you probably guessed from the title, I really hate goodbyes and I'm really not a fan of them. And this week has been filled with goodbyes. And honestly, I'm not here for it. I am not here for it in the slightest. Uh, oh, Nini left for Costa Rica yesterday. Louis left and moved back to Manchester today. And Nini's like Costa Rica for like a few months now. Like I think that's probably her gone now until March, April, May. Um, Louis will be in Manchester now until April. And it's just like, oh. You know when everything was just getting to like a really nice routine? And I was quite comfortable and it was all working out perfectly. And now... It's been pulled from under me and I'm really upset about it, to be honest. And it's made me feel really anxious the entire week. This is not the little weekly recap this week. It was not, it wasn't a bad week. I just felt very anxious at parts, very like nervous of what's to come. But an improvement was, you know how I'm still reading The Chimp Paradox? It's quite a big book and because I get bored, I've started about five books at this point. So they take a while to get through, but... Even though this was a really anxious week and I had moments where I felt quite anxious, because I've been reading that book and it's been talking about the chimp paradox, I was able to kind of step away from my emotions and kind of view them in a disassociated way. And when I was feeling really anxious afterwards, when I was like crying and then afterwards when I was able to look at myself and think about how I was feeling, because of the book and because of how it's told me my brain is going to react to things... I was able to notice those things in myself and I was able to reason it to myself of it's like, not reason it to myself, but kind of forgive myself for feeling that way. I think quite often when I feel anxious or something, I don't, I want there to be a reason why I'm feeling anxious and I kind of beat myself up about it. I'm like, oh, you ruined this, blah, blah, which is really toxic. But by reading the book, I'm starting to understand how my brain works and I feel like I'm becoming more forgiving about it because I don't blame myself any much more for feeling that way it's just it's all a learning process isn't it it's all it's all a journey and sometimes it's trickier than other days I knew this week was making me feel on edge and as I said before I think I was on edge because of all the change that was coming but it was just like really simple things would really get to me and normally that means I'm stressed normally I like it's like something will go wrong like I'm so the thing that went wrong this time was on Wednesday I missed my doctor's appointment, but I didn't miss it on purpose. They, My phone didn't ring. My phone was like, just automatically blocked the call because it had no caller ID on it. And so it meant that I didn't get through to the doctors and I was like, oh, it's really annoying. And I wanted to get my implant out because it's just not, it's not working for me anymore. It is not the one. It's just, I don't know, it, for me, it's it's just not working. I've had it in two years now, so it's def- it's time for it to come out anyway, or three years it's time for it to come out anyway, but I just, it's 
not working for me anymore. And then I was getting really stressed about the fact that I've missed my appointment. And then it was so embarrassing. I was just walking along the beach and I just started crying. I was like, what am I doing? I missed a phone call. Like, the world's not going to die. Nothing bad is going to happen. It's okay. Everything is okay. And I think by reading the book and being able to step back and kind of have an appreciation of allowing myself to feel that way, I was able to see that. So that was a good growth lesson, you know? Like, I haven't done many productive things this week, but I feel like I've learned a bit more about myself. And that's always a positive. That's always a good thing. I don't know why I have so much anxiety around change because that's really been what's pinpointing this entire week, to be honest. It's been the cornerstone of the week, I would admit. (laughs) I just, I don't know what it is. It just makes me feel out of place sometimes. And I think that was definitely obvious for this week. With everyone leaving, I think it's hard when everyone around you leaves because you're not the one that's leave right I've always said this is the point I'm trying to make I've always said that if something like if change is happening I would always rather be the person that's leaving and going to something more exciting rather than the person who has to stay because I think the person who has to stay they have to adapt their old like routine around they have to accept that the parts that used to fill their time aren't there anymore so it's like simple things of now I'm finished work I'm always going to come home I won't go and visit Louis or anything like that which had come a bit of a routine and I think that's hard I think it's hard when you're all living at home and then different people start to move off and then you're not all in the same page anymore. I think when everyone comes back from uni, you almost trick yourself for a month that you're all at the same place. You're all kind of at the same point. And I think this is the trickiest thing that I'm learning about growing up is having to accept that everyone is a a different part in their journey, a different part in their path. People are going to leave at different points and it's never going to be convenient when they leave. It's never going to be the same time as you. And I think as you grow up, you start to realise and accept it. You come good at, at being upset. And not not good at being upset. You become used to this kind of this feeling of people leaving and people coming. But it's hard. It's hard staying when everyone around you moves on. This sounds like a sad episode. It's not sad. I don't want it to be sad. But I feel like we've all experienced it where there's so many other things going around you and it's really hard not to compare yourself in these moments as well I've noticed points where like my brain's been like ticking along and then I've been thinking about things and being like oh should I be going away should I be doing this should I be doing that and then I spoke to Nini about it and she was like I know you have to stay here for a few more months and that's really annoying but I had to stay at home for a year and a half and then I was ready to go like I've had to get to this point it's taken me a while to get to this point okay so it's okay for you to not be there yet it's not a competition we had different starting points I think that's the thing to remember it's it's not a competition we all have different starting points so it's impossible to compare yourself and so I'm trying to change as kind of this negative comparison where it's more of the focus on me I'm trying to push it now to be like I'm trying to shift the focus of this negative feeling into being positive and shift it on the other person so rather than thinking oh I should be doing that I'm trying to shift it into thinking more I'm so happy you're doing that I think it's hard to accept that a chapter that you loved is over but rather than looking at something being over I think it's more hell is healthier to look at it in a way of a new adventure is starting this is what I've been trying to think recently about Nini and Louis going I was like I'm really upset that you're going 
but I am so excited and proud of you for the new adventure that's about to begin because I know you're both going to have incredible times wherever you go and I'm excited for you for that. And shifting my brain to be like excited and proud has made me feel a lot happier. It's made me feel a lot kind of more, you know, where it's a sadness, but it's like a happy sadness, like a sadness is filled with gratitude because I'm grateful for all the little memories we had over the past like six or seven or eight weeks. Like the past two months have been so much fun. And I'm grateful for that. And I feel like it's made me appreciate those moments even more because now they're not here. And although it's sad, it's a good sad. It is a good sad. And I think it's serving as a reminder of just how life is. It's transient. It's constantly moving and never get settled. Never try and be settled. I think it's hard when you're trying to earn money to go somewhere like I am because you kind of you need to stay in that job for quite a while to get the amount of money that you need so it's hard to accept that life is transient because your life becomes so much of a routine but that is I was speaking to my grandparents today about it and they were saying that's one of the most important things is to constantly keep evolving keep changing try and get as much experience as you can I've applied for like a few different things and I'm hoping I'm not going to say anything about them because when I do this I'm scared I'll jinx myself but even if you're staying in the same place and everyone around you is leaving that doesn't mean that you can't still improve yourself while you're staying in that place. I think that's the thing I'm trying to focus on at the moment. So as I said in my Instagram post, normally when I feel sad like this or I miss people, I kind of allow myself to dwell on it, experience the emotions and then kind of try and get over it because I don't want to push it aside and then make myself feel like I can't feel that way because the truth is it is sad and you're allowed to feel that way and I've been accepting that. So rather than doing that though, because sometimes I think I get in a bit of a rut doing that and I don't know how good it is for my headspace. So I've tried to make it so I'm like focusing on myself a lot more this week to avoid loneliness. I'm forcing myself to make plans, even though I don't particularly want to make plans this week. I kind of wanted some more like alone time and that type of thing. I think sometimes you've got to be a bit brutal with yourself and not fully listen to what you want to do because that's not all you're not always craving the right things for you I think quite often when I'm feeling lonely I crave solitude which makes no sense whatsoever but it's just the way how I feel when I'm feeling lonely I crave solitude because I don't think I want to be with people and then miss people more does that make sense sometimes when you're with people it reminds you of who you're missing and that kind of makes it harder but I don't want to feel like that anymore. I don't want to, because I think that actually encourages the feelings of loneliness. Obviously it does. That was not that remarkable thing today. I think solitude increases the feelings of loneliness. Yes, it does. And so that's this week's plan is I'm pushing myself to do the things I know will make me feel better. I'm focusing on myself this week. I'm forcing myself to make plans and I'm really going to try and stick to a good routine because I haven't been the best And now I'm on my own here, I feel like I've got no excuse. I think this is the thing that's good about alone time. As sad as I am that everyone's left and it is upsetting, it gives you such an opportunity to focus on yourself and push yourself and trial out new things. So this week, I'm going to try and stick to a morning routine and a bedtime routine. Whether it will be successful, I don't know. But it's worth a shot. It is definitely worth a shot. I'm going to London at the weekend, so whether I manage to maintain it then, we shall see but it's a good effort and I think sometimes when I try and stick to a good routine I start when I'm on my own I think sometimes I start viewing myself as a project to focus on and this is particularly like this thought process of like myself as a project is really useful when I'm feeling lonely 
because it gives me something more to op- like to focus on and think about. It means I'm not thinking about the fact that I'm missing people. I'm thinking about how I can develop myself into the best type of person for when I meet them again. And in a way, I kind of like it when you have to spend a bit of time on your own because it means that you get to improve who you are for when you next see them. So I won't see Louis for two or three weeks now and I want to make, I don't know, I want to see if he sees any changes when he next sees me or like, I don't know. It just, it's it's nice because I feel like you get more, you push yourself and you have more markers of where you are. I don't know how to explain it, but I just think people recognize differences in you more the less you see them and that's kind of like an exciting motivator I also think as I'm not that stressed right now as I've said before it's a perfect time to start developing habits that I can revert to when I am stressed because I know when I'm stressed I don't have the best habit formations I don't think I do the best things for myself it's I don't know, I still have unhealthy habits that I revert back to, even though I know what good ones are, I still don't, if I'm meditating, I still don't do that when I'm stressed, I'll just get really, really anxious, stay up late at night, I'll eat bad food, that type of thing, and so I think now is like the perfect opportunity to try and push that aside, try and make these habits so that when I am feeling like that, I'm able to fall back into a good routine easily, and it feels comforting, so... I'm trying. I'm really trying. I'm trying to prep myself to be in the best position for when I start my master's because I know that year three was really hard and I think the master's will probably be pretty tricky but that's okay and I'm prepping myself the best we can and it's exciting. It really is exciting but I think by having myself as like a personal project I'm much better able to cope with the loneliness side of things and also the kind of the the monotony of every day do you know what I mean when I'm working quite a lot at the moment which means every day is quite monotonous it's not the days don't change that much and so by having myself as like a little personal project (laughs) it means that I'm able to just I think entertain myself it's a form of entertainment isn't it I don't know I'm trying anyway that's the main point All we can do is try. So I think this is this week's focus. I'm going to try and stick the morning routine and the bedtime routine. The morning routine that I've got going on, I shared it on my Instagram and I'm trying to, you know, these morning routines that people post and they're like, wake up at six and do this and do this and do this and do this. For me, that's unrealistic. I'm never going to be able to do that. So I found the best way to implement these actions that I know are going to make me feel better is fitting them around my current routine. So I'll listen to affirmations as I'm brushing my teeth. I'll visualise in the shower. I'll do all these different things at points in my routine which are already there. I have to brush my teeth every day. I have to have a shower every day. I have to do my skincare. So do you know what I mean? By putting these different things in that I know are going to make me feel better but I don't always have time for, I think it motivates me to do them because I have no excuse not to do them. There's literally no reason why I do not have time to do them because I'm doing them the same time as something else that I already do every day. The writing out of the goals one is really, is one of the, like, the best things I've been doing. It's a bit tricky sometimes to fit in, but I try. I am really trying. But I think that would be my biggest tip-top, tip-top bit of advice. But like biggest piece of advice would be for this one, to fit in what you're wanting to do, to fit it around things that you already do every day, because then it's so much easier to implement and you don't feel like you're having to carve out so much more time. So I'm hoping this week, I'm wondering how different I'm going to feel. I have been feeling happier since doing the morning routine. So I'm wondering if like how going to bed earlier and stuff like that, that will help me as well. 
so we'll see it's it's been an interesting week and I don't like saying goodbyes and it's not been fun because of that but I feel like I've actually coped with it pretty well normally I'm really really upset whereas actually I feel like I'm okay I'm managing which is good in other news, I found a new tea obsession. It's called Rubosht. R-O-I-B-O-I-S. Oh my God, it's incredible. 10 out of 10 would recommend you go out and buy this tea for yourself. It will make you feel happy. Second life update, I'm reading a really good book at the moment called Factfulness by Hans something. It's on Kindle, so I never see the author's name. Um, but I'm really, really enjoying it. It's putting a lot of things in perspective. It's all about talking about how the statistics of the world aren't actually that bad and how our outlook on the world being like terrible and disastrous is actually wrong and this has been a really interesting book for me to read I got told to read it ages ago by my granddad and I just put it off like years and years ago and then finally I stumbled across it again and I'm really really enjoying it it's intra I like the way it's written he kind of presents facts in a way that's really easy to understand there's not a lot of jargon in it but it's equally like quite impactful with the things he's saying. I don't want to say too much about it because I haven't finished it yet, but I would definitely recommend. I watched Bohemian Rhapsody last night. What a film. I love that film. I've watched it so many times. No, I've watched it twice, but even that feels like enough of an amount of times to watch it. I don't want to overwatch it and spoil it for myself. So that was incredible. I watched it when I was drunk as well. So it was a doubly great experience. And honestly, although I didn't get to the ending and the ending is my favorite part, the cons is, I don't want to say anything in case you haven't watched it, but if you haven't watched it, you need to watch it. It's incredible, honestly, incredible. And I think that's the end of this podcast. It's a short podcast, but being honest, I didn't really feel in the right headspace to record anything, but I was like, no, we've got to show up even when we're not feeling great. And something's always better than nothing. This is what I'm trying to learn this year is that doing something a little bit is better than not doing it at all. I think my mindset is always having to make it perfect and have the perfect situation, whereas that's not feasible all of the time. And showing up just a little bit is always better than not showing up at all. Like even today, I didn't want to do any exercise because I just felt sad. I was like, no, I'll walk to my grandma's. And that is enough. It's something. It's better than nothing. And I'm proud of myself for doing it. I've cleaned my entire room. I'm going to go FaceTime a friend and relax and try and get an early night. Because there's a bug going around that is not COVID, but it's nasty. And I think I've got it. So I need to sleep it off because there is no way I'm being ill. No, no. Also, I've left a face mask on for three hours at this point. So I think I think I should probably take it off. I'm, I'm hoping it's all going to be fine under there. <laughs> Thank you for listening and I hope you have a brilliant, brilliant week. Make sure that you check out my other episodes and that you follow me on Instagram. You've got mail underscore pod. Thank you for being here and next week's episode I'm excited for. This was a bit more of a free-flowing one. I feel like I've had a lot of the goodbyes in my mind and it's been lowering my mood a little bit. But I'm excited for next week because I feel like I'm going to come back with more energy and hopefully I'll have heard back from some, I'll have some exciting life updates. I would just hit my hand. I'll have some little exciting life updates. So I'm excited. Have a lovely week and see you later. Bye.